Welcome back. It's another episode of the No Notes Podcast. I'm JD. And I'm Morgan. I don't know why we're talking like this. Um, <laughs> we've got an interesting one for you guys today. A little bit of a departure from what we've been doing typically, but the Oscars are coming up. At the Ooh. time we're recording this, the Oscars are still about a month away. But at the time you're likely hearing this, the Oscars will have already happened. Oh, man. So what we're going to do today is break down some of the major Oscar categories, discuss who we think is going to win, why we think they're going to win, maybe some of the nominations we think that could have been better, and we're going to put this with our reactions to the Oscars after they happen. So we're mm. going to see how right we are, how wrong we are, <laughs> uh, are we putting any money on this to be determined later. Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, right. that's clear. We can just dive right on into it. Morgan, is, what's your relationship to the Oscars like? I like that they exist. Um, I don't care about them as much as I probably should. Um, I watch them every year. I like kind of make it a thing. I don't like do a party or anything, but I'm like, I make sure to watch it and I enjoy watching it. And I love that people are getting appreciated for the art that they're making, um, as messed up and political as any award ceremony is. Um, I think it's better than it not existing at all and no one getting any appreciation, you know? Um, So I don't really pay attention to who wins. I've never really done only the past like year or so I've done, like, I kind of really want this person to win. And um, that started with Parasite. I was like, Parasite doesn't win. I'm never (laughs) watching the Oscars again. (laughs) I think, yeah, you, me and every other young film fan. (laughs) It's like Parasite all night. So I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I like that people talk about it. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't have any super strong feelings about it other than it's fun and I'm going to watch it and doing predictions is also fun. Yeah, I agree. Like I've always been, I mean, since I've been a film fan, I've been an Oscars fan and I would stay up every night, you know, mm. to watch the Oscars whenever they come around because <laughs> football season's already done. So what else am I going to watch? Yeah. Um, uh, but I remember like, even when I was like 13 or 14, like asking my parents like can i stay up past bedtime to watch the oscars <laughs> um because i guess 13 and 14 year olds still have bedtimes huh um on school nights maybe it was just me uh <laughs> um i feel like i just really like sold myself out there yeah uh we'll leave it at. i just have like always really been into them i've always thought they're really fun even even when i haven't seen most of the movies that were nominated i would still yeah. watch cheer for the movies that i wanted to be nominated mm-hmm. And then as I got older, was watching more films that become nominated. I started following along with Oscar campaigns and Oscar mm. predictions. And there are a bunch of YouTubers that I like, like the Oscar expert or the film drunk that talk about Oscar predictions throughout the course of the year yeah, and yeah. have prediction videos. And so the past <laughs> couple of years, I've had a lot of fun following along with what I think is going to be nominated, find, like, finding the storylines for the films. Mm. Uh, and I just found it a lot of fun to follow. And so I'm an Oscars fan. I am a big follower a big predictor <laughs> especially the last couple of years i do tend to like not care very much about the movies i don't really watch them beforehand and then i just wait until afterwards and i go on twitter and i'm like what is everyone the most mad about and i'll probably watch those ones. yeah which is a great a great procedure yeah um yeah barbarian was left out of best picture <laughs> go figure <laughs> um no, i'm kidding uh, so this is how we're going to do this. We're going to go through some of the major categories, discuss 
who we think is going to win, mm. um, and then we'll figure out if we're wrong. Great. So you want to start off with best animated feature. Yes. Um, I'm going to start this off with I'm probably going to get every single one of these wrong because I chose them just based on my heart and not at <laughs> all on what I think anyone else yeah. does. Um, animated feature film. This one I think I might be right in. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. What was yours? I also think Puss in Boots is going to win. Oh, yeah. Runner-up would be Pinocchio. Gilmore's Wish Pinocchio. But yeah, I think so. I think all of the buzz, I still have yet to see Puss in Boots, oh, but all of the buzz around it is so positive. Yeah. Everyone is obsessed with this movie, and you most of all. I love this movie. I really hope it wins just because I'm really into all the animated films that has this style and I just want it to keep going. And if it wins, it will. Yeah. And that's what, and also I hated, um, let's do my least favorite too, just cause I'm in the mood for it. <laughs> the sea beast. Yeah. That movie is so ugly. I, all of my friends <laughs> love that movie. They love animation. They think it's so sweet and fun. I hated that movie. The sea beast, the actual beast is so ugly. I think all of it's ugly and it's way too long and boring. So if it wins, I will throw a riot. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen the Sea Beast either, but uh, I haven't seen the Sea Beast as well as not seeing Puss in Boots. But I just feel like Puss in Boots is going to win. Just a gut gut check. Um, We're going to talk about editing as well. Who do you have winning editing? Editing there is. I have Tar. Tar. I did not watch Tar. I haven't seen a lot of these yet. I've seen a good amount, but... Um, based on only the trailer and a few scenes that I've seen, I, I think it was a pretty good choice for me. Yeah. Tar's a good contender. I think Top Gun Maverick's going to win editing. Ooh, interesting. Um, just kind of a gut check. I haven't really been following along with what's been winning at a lot of the precursor ceremonies, but something I have picked up over the course of my Oscar fandom is pretty much every best picture winner, like, you know out of the last like 10 or 20 years, mm. almost all of them who have won Best Picture have at least been nominated for editing. And the nominees for editing are Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. And so just to play that little nugget in there, keep it in mind when we're predicting okay. Best Picture, I think that's like a strong, a strong thing to look towards. So uh, up next, we're going to talk about uh, let's do actress in a supporting role. The nominees are Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Hong Chow for The Whale, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. So a bunch of really good nominees. I've not seen The Whale, but I've seen every other one of those movies. Mm. And, uh, I, I think, like all those performances. Yeah. I chose I chose a crowd favorite. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. (laughs) Do you like her in that movie? I think she was born for that role. She is so funny. Like she's always been funny, but that was like her kind of comedy. I think she just was made for it. I agree. Like the way that she like had like that hunch over. Yeah. She kept mispronouncing their name. Like every little thing that she did was (laughs) was just really was really funny. Mm. I picked Angela Bassett for Black Panther of Wakanda Forever. Okay. Because I know I think Angela Bassett won the Golden Globe, but also like I don't think any actor has been nominated for a Marvel movie or like a superhero movie outside mm. of Heath Ledger for playing Joker and Joaquin mm. Phoenix, I guess, for playing Joker if you yeah. want to count that. But this is the first time someone from a superhero movie that isn't playing the Joker has been nominated. Nice. Um, but both of those guys won <laughs> for the superhero movies. So why not Angela Bassett? Angela Bassett's an icon. Uh, she's never won an Oscar. I feel like this is going to be her time. She's really good in Wakanda Forever, which is a mediocre movie, but she's really good in it. Mm. I just kind of think she's going to win. Great. 
uh, actor in a supporting role. The nominees, Brendan Gleeson for Banshees, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Love him. Haven't seen Causeway. Mm. Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Keegan for Banshees, and Kiwi Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. There you got. Everything Everywhere All at Once again. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just the easy choice. Um, he is also a crowd favorite. Um, I've seen a lot of videos of him on all the red carpets and everyone's just like, oh, I'm so glad he's back. And he's been out on the awards circuit. He's been yes. campaigning his butt off. And he's and just adorable. He's just like this I awesome just want him guy. to win because I just want to see him happy. <laughs> that is the only reason. No, I also I think he is incredible in that film. He's um, fantastic in that movie for sure. Yeah. All of the actors in that movie do a great job. He may be my favorite performance in that movie. I don't know. I, um, maybe. But either way, like, the story, too, is so tough to be. I also picked Kiwi Kwan. Um, the story, like, he went away from acting for so long, and now he's back mm -hmm. with this great role. He's such yeah. an energetic guy. Yeah. He's won a lot of the other awards that you need to win. I think yeah, I think he's going to win. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Then we'll have at least – if there's one that we're both right about, I, I think it's this. Great, great. Um, because, like, also, like, I don't know. Maybe Carrie Condon is going to win for Banshee's Venetian. Mm. Um, for actress in a leading role, the nominees are Kate Blanchett in Tar, Ana de Armas in Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Who you got? I went with Kate Blanchett. Me too. Yep. Good. Gotta be agree. Uh, yeah. I feel like she was the best performance of the year, and she's Deserves to win. She's probably going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Anything more to add? She just <laughs> deserves it. <laughs> she does. I think. She does. Um, not, um, you know, any less than all these other great ones, but. Yeah. I thought the controversy around Andrea Riseborough was interesting because she was nominated for this movie and mm -hmm. people on film Twitter were like, who is Andrea Riseborough? Yeah, I don't um, know who that is. Because <laughs> uh, apparently this movie came out and had like a last minute campaign mm. where like her agent was paying a bunch of other celebrities agents to endorse oh, the movie to okay. endorse her to get people to vote for her to vote for a movie because she wasn't nominated for any other of like um the screen actors awards or the golden globes or anything like that gotcha. so it'll be interesting to see if the andrea risebro thing continues and she wins mm. but i feel like this is kate blanchett's oscar yeah okay actor in a leading role Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Meskel for Aftersun, and Bill Nye for a movie called Living that I did mm. not hear of until this award ceremony. What's your choice? Austin Butler for Elvis. Classic. That was that was my second choice. I went with Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Okay. So to defend my choice a little bit, uh, I think. Rami Malek winning for Bohemian Rhapsody mm. is a pretty compelling case. Like they want, they like, yeah. they like giving out Oscars for biopics anyway. So yeah. many acting winners yeah. go for biopics. Um, but also Austin Butler is kind of on the come up. A lot of times Oscars go to new young faces like Jennifer Lawrence for Silver mm. Linings Playbook. Mm -hmm. um, I just like Austin Butler's having a moment right now. He's about to be in Dune too. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like a gut a gut check again. I just feel like they're gonna give the Oscar to Austin Butler. So I'm doing the opposite. I'm going for the Brendan Fraser, the, yeah. the old timer. Everyone loves him. He did something very different. Yeah. Um, and again, I have not seen this movie, but I have a coworker, shout out Gabby, who 
like swears by it and she has told us a whole lot about it and from her description alone i feel pretty confident that he has a pretty good chance right. so we'll see he would be my second choice too but mm-hmm. i uh, i don't know just a gut check well i guess we'll yeah. find out who's right yeah it, or maybe neither of us are right oh. Cole mescal's gonna win <laughs> maybe maybe and all the all the twitter people will be so happy um <laughs> the nominee best directing uh, the Banshees of Inisherin, Martin McDonough, Everything Everywhere All at Once, that's The Daniels, The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg, Tar, Todd Field, and Triangle of Sadness, directed by, I think, Ruben Ostland. Ooh. I picked The Fablemans to win. I think yeah. Steven Spielberg is about to get his, like, probably eighth Oscar. He's he, I don't think he's won in a minute. I'm pretty sure he won for Schindler's List a while ago. Mm. Maybe Saving Private Ryan. I know he's he's got to have a couple directing Oscars by now. But yeah. it's, I think it's been a while since he's had one. And The Fablemans is a great movie. It would be a deserved win. I just, yeah, I feel like I don't really... The only other contender would be The Daniels for Everything Everywhere. Mm. But Everything Everywhere is probably going to win a ton of Oscars. And I think how many more chances are we going to have to give Steven Spielberg an Oscar? You know, I mean, man is... Man is like the, I don't, I don't he's think like he needs anymore. He's fine. <laughs> this is we talking about like the goat of American cinema. Right? I mean, yeah, like, he is. I feel like he's over, not overrated, but just like people are over it, you know. Over and it's it. just a movie about himself. And yeah, the fact that he made a like, movie about his own life and made yeah. it like this, it does not feel egotistical. I think I you're saying you it wrong. He made a movie about his own life. <laughs> but it doesn't feel egotistical. It's tender. I'll believe it when I see it. It's sweet. I love The Fablemans. You need to watch it. Um, and I think Steven Spielberg is going to win an Oscar for it. Um, I think this might be the last time he wins an Oscar, but I think it would be very deserved. I mm. Seriously, I was thinking about this in the car the other day. I think he is the greatest American filmmaker yet. Ooh. Like having like his body work behind us like going back to jaws yeah yeah. i think if you look at the the scope of american cinema he's the goat but i think my only problem with um spielberg not that i have a lot of problems i love steven spielberg don't get me wrong um i think like not everything he makes is as amazing as what people make it out to be like i think he has probably 50 percent, which is more than most directors of like incredible perfect films John. But he also has a lot that I'm like, they're pretty good. They're not they're not amazing, but they're they're good. They're good. Yeah. So I don't know. I love him. Um, but I put tar. Okay. Um, just kind of a gut feeling, a little wild card. Also, I chose Tar for best actress. So yeah. I was like, I'm gonna go with best directing because why not? You also picked it for editing. You're you're predicting the tar sweep. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it, but <laughs> I have seen a lot about it and yeah. I I it's feel a, like I've seen it, even though I haven't. It's um, a pretty spectacular movie. I yeah. think, I mean, Kate Blanchett's going to win. I'm pretty convinced. I feel like it feels like an Oscar movie. It feels yeah. like it would be easy to give it It's just win. a really compelling character study. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are there any other categories you want to hit before we get to Best Picture? Hmm. Anything else you want to shout out? Oh, we could do visual effects. Of course, we should do visual effects. We should do visuals. I just visual saw that effects on the list. Producer on the, the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. So of these movies, which one do you think has the best visual effects? Um, I think obviously he's going to win. And 
is technically the best is like Avatar. It's Avatar. Right? Yeah, Avatar's gonna win. <laughs> but I really like to put visual effects in like a category of how they used it, not just like it is technically good because I think a lot of people like don't think about it. Yeah. And thinking about, you know, what did they decide to do with the visual effects? How did it affect the story? Not just that visual effects looks real, five gold stars, but who used it in a way that really led the story and like put it in a place that like lifted it? Like what movie took the visual effects and heightened it rather than just aiding it? Yeah. Um, So I don't think Avatar did that. I think Avatar is amazing visual effects and it has the volume, but I don't think it necessarily like makes the entire movie yeah like it did with the first one like it's all just like oh that's cool and realistic and you know motion capture motion performance um as cameron likes to call it or something (laughs) along those lines um i don't know it's obviously great and um i i do think it has the volume and the beauty but i feel like and this is very biased because i just love the batman I think the Batman's visual effects are cool. Yeah. That scene with the car that's in the trailer, like, you've all seen it. Like, that is the kind of visual effects that, like, could have looked like anything, could have looked like any realistic explosion. And it just, that's my favorite scene of 2022. It, like, yeah, I watched that movie and I get hype. I'm like, that was the coolest thing. And it's It's really simple visual effects. It's nothing too crazy. But I think it was used in the perfect way. And that's why I'm like, Okay. I hope they don't give it to Avatar, even though I know they're going to. Yeah. But I'm gonna shoot for the Batman. Maybe Black Panther. Black Panther's pretty, pretty, pretty up there. Good visual effects in that movie. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And Top Gun Maverick was like also way more subtle visual effects. Oh yeah. Like yeah. And they did a lot of like different. This is a whole different conversation. They did a lot of different um like <laughs> we'll do a visual things. effects pod. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the Batman. Who do you think they would? I think Avatar's gonna win. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the Batman win. Yeah. I think if I was going to pick the Batman to win one Oscar, it would have been for Michael Giacchino's score, but it didn't even get yes. nominated. I completely um, agree. The original score nominees. It are is all nominated fine, for sound, but not score. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Michael Giacchino had the best score of the year in the Batman. Um, but I said that on an earlier podcast we did, so yeah. uh, it's fine. Um, anyways. The nominees for right. Best Picture. Can't wait to are, hear how wrong we are. <laughs> um, this is going to be crazy, yeah. Um, like, surprise. There's always so many, too. All like... Quiet on the Western Front wins every award. Oh, my gosh. Um, Honestly. <laughs> Speaking of, Best Picture, the nominees, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Banshees of Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Mm. I have not seen a few of these. I've not seen Triangle of Sadness Women Talking mm-hmm. um, or All Quiet on Western Front yet. Yeah. Um, what are you feeling? Gut check. Who's going to win? Everything, everywhere, all at once. I agree. Yeah. It has to. I mean, at this point, it, if, it's it's Letterboxd favorite. It's there's a few favorite. on here that I'm like, I wouldn't be mad if it beat Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, but I'd be a little sad. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be upset if the Fablemans or Tar won. I think those are both great movies that are deserving of it. But no movie has captured the culture like Everything Everywhere. No movie has been as wildly creative as Everything Everywhere. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to win editing like we talked about. Um, And, you know, you 
kind of need to be nominated for editing to win best picture anyway mm. and like i think it's gonna win supporting actor maybe supporting actress yeah. um who knows maybe michelle yo will upset kate blanchett like she might <laughs> yeah she might. uh i think everything everywhere is gonna do really well and i think it is the movie that to me makes the most sense to win best picture this year i think so but okay. also maybe not but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe there's, we're... there's some good ones in here. Maybe The Way of Water is going to come out here and <laughs> snatch Best Picture. Snatch, like, honestly, I this is a really unpredictable Oscar. Except for yeah. Ki-Hui Kwan winning Supporting Actor, yeah. I could see any of these being wrong. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be a fun Oscar night because I don't really know what's going to win. Yeah, and I'm excited. There's hopefully be some good performances. Like, uh, we know Rihanna's going to be there because she's nominated for Best Original Song. Oh. Um, she killed at the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's I think it'll be a fun Oscars. I'm really excited. I'm excited to find out just how wrong we are. And we're going to take a little break. We're going to take a break in real life, but in the podcast, it'll be like 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> with our reactions to the Oscars, who yeah. won, what we were right about, what we were wrong about. So stick around for way more. And we're back. <laughs> um, it's no notes. It's time to respond to the Oscars. Morgan and I, you just heard it, gave our predictions what we thought would happen. Mm-hmm. And one of us was way more right than the other. Very true. Very true. Uh, true with most things, I would say. One of us was more right than the other. You know, we don't need to talk about who it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. let's just go ahead and go through <laughs> who was more right than the other. So you want to just start with, well, let's start with Best Supporting Actor. Because I think okay. this was a category you and I both had the same answer for mm-hmm. and were both correct about. Yes. It was Kihui Kwan winning for everything, everywhere, all at once. How do you feel about that? I... Expected him to win because I was just like, it's going to be the crowd favorite. Everyone wants it. It's going to be adorable. And then watching him actually win just was so pure. I was tearing up. I just saw like a TikTok of it, I think, first (laughs) for like three seconds. And I was like, wow, this is bringing me a lot of joy. And then I went and watched his full acceptance speech. And I was like, I'm so glad he won. Um, I also think he just deserves it. Like he is very good at what he does. I think he was the best supporting actor. Yeah. Especially the people who were nominated. Yeah. Um, So we both picked him. We're both correct. Much deserved win. And the first of many wins for everything ever all at once at these Oscars. Oh, yeah. Including in the next category, which was Best Supporting Actress, I predicted Angela Bassett to win. Um, You predicted Jamie Lee Curtis. The winner. Who who won, really surprisingly, I'll add. Like, I thought for sure this would be Angela Bassett's Oscar. She's been in the industry for so long. She's so respected. She's so beloved. Mm -hmm. And she's great in Black Panther. And nope, it was Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. (laughs) I love jamie lee curtis i'm so glad she won um so i mean i i like jamie lee curtis just fine i mean you know she's in halloween she's jess's mom on new girl (laughs) she's in halloween she is jess's mom i forgot about that i love her in new girl um and she's a good actress and she's she's good in everything ever all at once but i don't know do you 
I know you predicted her to win, mm-hmm. but do you think that Jamie Lee Curtis is actually the best supporting actress from the from the category, at least from people who are nominated? Um, I don't know. I think I think I picked her because I might have already said this. I think I picked her because she felt like she was written for her role. Like I think her role that she was playing matched her personality so well, but I I don't know if it was like the greatest acting performance that she's given or anyone has given, but I do think like just character wise, I feel like she like for what little she was working with did very well, but I did not see a lot of these other movies. So I did just pick it because I love her character (laughs) in that movie. Fair enough. enough. Yeah. I think that Jamie Lee Curtis winning was really interesting. I mean, I guess it's, I'm happy that she won, you know, she's yeah. been in the movie industry for a long time and she's never won an Oscar, but neither is Angela Bassett. So, you know, there's mm. that too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and she's talented. I just think that her winning is like, it, it's so weird to me, but it's also just, it's, I think it's, she just went along with everything ever all at once. Like people loved this movie and responded to this movie in okay. such a strong way. Like it won so many other categories. Yeah. Um, like we'll <laughs> like we'll talk about later. Um, but next, best actor. Ooh. Who did you predict for best actor? Brendan Fraser. Mm. Who you? Have? I had Austin Butler for Elvis. So once again, you were right. Yes. And I was wrong. Um, three for three. <laughs> did you see either the whale or Elvis? Um, I did not see The Whale. I saw a lot of scenes from The Whale. Like, I really wanted to see it, and I just never found the time. Um, but I did see The Banshees of Insurance, and I almost chose Colin Farrell for this. Yeah? Um, I think I went with Brendan Fraser because it, his was the most out there. And also because I am not a fan of Austin Butler. <laughs> 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 just personal opinion <laughs> fair enough fair enough uh a lot of that going around i think um, <laughs> yeah i'm really happy brendan fraser won i i love him i've mm-hmm. loved him since when i was a kid and i watched looney tunes back in action for the first time and um you know he's he's an icon he really is he's really talented you know he went away for so long and mm-hmm. he came back and established himself with a really powerful performance I also never got around to watching The Whale. Yeah, I really, um, I will, I will. <laughs> I guess I just kind of was thinking if Austin Butler, you know, Remy Malik can win an Oscar for playing Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Surely Austin Butler can win an Oscar for playing Elvis Presley. That's very true. Um, and it just, like, he'd won a lot of the precursor awards coming up to it. Mm. And so I just kind of figured it would happen. Uh, the Oscars usually, like, reward people who play real life people as well but this year every oscar winner was a fictional character nice um which i think it's gotta be but i know it does not happen very often yeah um and speaking of best actress yes you and i both i think predicted Mm -hmm. kate blanchett to win for tar which would have been kate blanchett's third oscar in what was probably honestly my favorite performance of the year in our superlatives podcast i said it was the best acting of the year Mm. But she did not win. She yeah. lost to Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. I don't know how many Oscars Everything Everywhere All at Once went home with, but... It, Seven. All of them. <laughs> Seven. Like... <laughs> Pretty much all of them. <laughs> not that it's undeserving. No. I mean, honestly, by the time the night came around, I was like, you know, Michelle Yeoh should win. 
Yeah. Like, Kate Blanchett yeah. already has a couple of Oscars. <laughs> Michelle Yeoh gives a great performance. The clip that they showed of her when she was giving that monologue to her daughter outside mm. the car. Mm-hmm. Like, I will always want to be right here with you. Yeah. You know, a lot of hype gets built up for the, uh, in another life, I would be happy just doing laundry and taxes with you line. Yes. Which is an awesome line, objectively. So it's phenomenal. <laughs> but, you know, and that's Kiwi Kwan's big line. Mm. But Michelle Yeoh gets the, like... I'll always want to be right here with you Yeah. with like emotional subtlety. Plus she gives a, a physical performance. She's doing Kung yes. Fu. Um, she's, you know, uh, messing with Rakakuni. She's <laughs> Michelle Yeoh is asked to do so much in that movie and she yeah. carries it all so gracefully. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm so stoked that Michelle Yeoh won. Maybe yeah. my favorite winner of the night. Honestly, by the time all was said and done, as much as I like Kate Blanchett and Tar <laughs> and did think she was going to win. Mm. I'm really happy Michelle yeah. won. It was fun. Like everyone who was going up there to get their awards for everything everywhere all at once just was fun. I just felt so good about it. I was like, they deserve it. I just know in my heart that they deserve it. Yeah. And the love for everything everywhere continued with yes. Best Director. Neither of us predicted the Daniels to win no. Best Director. But they did. I really thought they'd give it to Steven. Me too. Good old I was, Steve. Steve Spielberg. Stevie Spielberg. I mean, The Fablemans, I've been, talked about another podcast, was one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm. It was a real heartbreaker, real gut-wrenching. Yeah. And it was directed so phenomenally with such careful ease that like really took you into the mind of Steven Spielberg and his parents. That's what the movie was about. Um, and, you know, I think it would have been nice for Steven Spielberg to get like another Oscar for um, like really probably what's going to go down as like maybe one of his like final great masterpieces. Mm. I don't know. Um, he's probably coming up on the end of his movie making career for him <laughs> to make something that good. Like that's kind of a referendum on his whole career. Yeah. I think it could have been nice, but I love everything ever all at once. Mm-hmm. The Daniels directed the heck out of that movie. It looks <laughs> phenomenal. Every shot's so intentional and meticulous. It's, it's, it's just it's it's so overwhelming to experience and to think that like those two guys had to have control over everything that feels so uncontrolled. Yeah. Yet it is controlled. Mm-hmm. It's like it's an it's really a fantastic feat of direction. Yeah. And, yeah. There's a lot to pull together that they pulled together so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Best picture. We both had this one right. Yes. It was everything ever all at once. Go figure. Was there ever any <laughs> doubt? You think everything ever all at once was the best picture of the year? I do. Um, but man, there were so many good ones that like, I don't think I would have, well, I would have been heartbroken if it didn't win. But um, part of me really thought they were going to give it to All Quiet on the Western Front. I'm really for, glad they didn't. <laughs> for a second there, it kind of looked like it. Have you you've seen All Quiet on the Western? Podcast. I watched it in between this la- the, the beginning okay, of yeah. this podcast and the ending of this podcast. Yeah. Um, and me it, too. Me too. It was beautiful, and I loved it, and the sound was incredible. But I loved man, the, like I thought. I thought the cinematography was great. Yes, I liked the score a lot. Yes. Those are both Oscars that it won, and I was I was okay with it. You yeah, know, yeah. there were some other scores that were better. In between the first part of the second and the last part, I also watched Babylon, mm. which I didn't think was a great movie, but had an awesome score. And yeah. I think would have been a good score winner, but I'm not upset about all quite honestly. And I thought, but, I think, yeah, for for like a hot second when it won a bunch of technical awards, I yeah. was like, 
no way it pulls <laughs> off the upset, right? Like, I was thinking, like, no way. And then, of course, it didn't. Yeah, yeah. I do think it was... Um, I feel like it was kind of between those two. And it was like, they're either going to go with the classic, the movie that's been made three times. Mm-hmm. It's just a classic war movie that, like is hard to not like because it's just it was well made just a well or like just the weird and new quirky and i'm so glad they went with the other one you know it is like you're you're so right because all caught on the western front is the kind of movie that the oscars have traditionally exactly. always awarded mm-hmm. and there are some places that deviate from time to time like the silence of the lambs won best picture which is a pretty weird mm-hmm. one even parasite a couple of years ago was mm-hmm. a pretty big departure but I think, you know, we had Parasite a few years ago. We had Moonlight a few years ago. um, And now this, like, one of the weirdest movies ever made to sweep (laughs) to win seven Oscars. Like, a majority of the Oscars it was eligible for. That's crazy. Mm. That's unheard of. And for it to be a movie directed by two guys who got their start on YouTube. (laughs) Like, this is, I think, this is like a signal of a generational change. Oh, yeah. Even though all of its acting Oscars were won by older people. Mm-hmm. So two of them were Asians, yeah. uh, Asian Americans. Like <laughs> there are, I don't think there had been any Asian American Oscar winners before this. Um, like it's like it's a it's a signal of changing times. Yeah. For the Oscars. It's which very is very cool to see. It's very cool to see. Mm-hmm. You know, people of people who Gen Z like us or millennials are starting to have their voices and their thoughts and opinions on movies heard in the yes. larger culture. And a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once that resonates a lot more with people who are our age than people who mm-hmm. might have voted for All Caught on the Western Front. <laughs> like, you know, we're going to start to see more of that, hopefully. Yeah. So, I don't know. so uh, what would you say? Good Oscars overall? Yeah. Good um, awards? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, I watched the opening monologue, and that was great. And Jimmy Kimmel did a good job. Yeah, the the champagne carpet over the red carpet. You know, big changes this year. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. But I did not know that, no. <laughs> the carpets were not red this year. They were wow. champagne. Crazy. Oh, big uh, deal, big deal. <laughs> nobody got slapped. Yes. So. I feel like it was, it was such a... I feel like every clip I'm seeing from it, every reaction I'm seeing to it is like a fun, hopeful. It feels like 2023. Like the last few years were rough. We're coming out of it. Movies were amazing. Like all these amazing actors that are making comebacks and just just like hopeful. Everything felt so good. Two movies that won a couple awards were Top Gun Maverick and Avatar The Way of Water, which are the two highest grossing movies of the year too. Mm Like, the, not only are, you know, actors people love making comebacks, like Brendan Fraser and <laughs> Kee Kwan, but, like, movies that people loved and went to go see in the theater are getting nominated and are yeah. winning Oscars. Yeah. Like, it's, you're right, it's a lot of just hope for the future of movies, I mm-hmm. think. And so, yeah, they're, you know, a lot of good awards. Um, Angela Bassett should have won over Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> I think it's kind of stupid that she won. But otherwise, I'm feeling... Otherwise, like, great. <laughs> otherwise, great, yeah. I also still think that the Batman should have been nominated for Best Score, but yeah, whatever. Um, you can't win them all. Yeah. James Cameron should have gone. <laughs> yeah, that a was so lame. salty that, that he was wasn't lame. there. And Tom Cruise didn't show up either. Yeah, like, I don't care about on. Tom Cruise, but uh, well. James Cameron should have pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Do you have any last thoughts on the Oscars before we get to the winner of our predictions game? Um... um 
Not really, other than I'm just like, I feel really good about it, and it made me want to go watch some more movies. I really yeah. want to go see all the um, all the international and all the short films, and yeah. they're much more, I think Hulu is like streaming like everything in the Oscars, or really? there was, I saw something about their like plan, they have all these playlists of all the movies, and so it's now great. that I've seen them, I'm excited to go out and watch more of them. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a great thing that the Oscars do. Yeah. You know, as as much as people love Avatar and Top Gun, it also <laughs> introduces an Elvis. Like it introduces people to things like the Fablemans or Tar that they might yeah. not have, or short films that they might not yeah. see otherwise. Um, you know, you're opening up to a wider audience. Mm-hmm. So, I guess with that being said, it's time for me to um, to take the L. I think so. Uh, because you, <laughs> in the first annual No Notes Academy Awards predictions, yes. you had four out of six, mm. uh, two-thirds, a whopping 67% correct. I feel good about it. I feel good about it. Uh, and I had two out of six, a whopping <laughs> one-third correct. It made me just want to choose more. Like, I sh- we should have done more predictions, because I'm like, oh, you know, I got it now. I'm Next year, I'm going to get every <laughs> single one. I'm not going to miss uh, one. <laughs> okay, well, tune in next year. We're going to do the same thing again. Perfect. Uh, when Barbie's winning Best Picture. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have for you. Morgan, where can we find you? Letterboxed, Morgan Woodward. That's the only one that matters. Yeah, I'm on Letterboxd at that other Joshua. And you can also follow us on Instagram at no notes underscore podcast yes. so follow like we're posting on the story sometimes we're posting on the mm-hmm. main feed sometimes mm-hmm. whenever we feel like it <laughs> um follow us on socials leave us five stars wherever you get your podcasts from um hopefully we'll be on other podcast platforms soon but yeah please leave us that good review and come back for more bye Ooh.